0: Welcome to My Existential Life Crisis. This is a podcast about how pop culture helps me deal. I'm your host, Russell Heiss, and joining me for this introductory episode is my wonderful wife, Chastity, or as I call her, Chas. Not Chaz or Chez or Chastity, it's Chastity.
1: That's right. That first T is very important in my name. My name's an actual word, you guys. Chastity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, if you drop the C, it's ass titty.
1: Correct. Ass titty. A <laughs> nickname I once had back at a restaurant I worked at. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome.
0: Right. You know, we are constantly having deep discussions about life, life events, movies, music, and shows that have had an impact on us both for the better and worse. In this podcast, we'll pick a topic or a piece of media, like a TV series, movie, book, or album, and discuss how it has helped us deal with the abstractness of life. Today, we're going to talk about the fact that I can't believe we're doing a podcast.
1: Absolutely. I'm really excited about it. And I know it seems, Russell has said it seems a little crazy that we're doing this, but I think it makes total sense because of all the discussions that we do have on a day-to-day basis. About these kinds of topics. So I think it's fun to do this and share our thoughts with others and see what you guys have to say about it.
0: Absolutely. My life is lived uh, very cerebrally. <laughs> I live a lot He's of in it his head a lot. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> There's another topic that we'll discuss is the inner monologue. Oh, Stay my gosh. Tuned. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, I, I'm the dreamer, and I come up with the great ideas, and I, am, I have a hard time executing those ideas.
1: Well, I think you execute them well. You just sometimes get caught up in the dream, and that's where I step in, because I'm the realist. And the running joke in our relationship is that I'm the balloon popper. Which means that Russell has these wonderful, big, huge, exciting ideas. And I'm the one that goes, boop, hang on there, buddy. I don't think it's going to work quite that way. (laughs) You are my
0: tether to the ground. And as much as I like to tell people about how the fact that you're the reason I'm not broken destitute... (laughs) You know, I I would have to agree with you on that, my love. That is 1,000% true.
1: <laughs> it is true. It is true. Um, but
0: I can't help but think about the one time where uh, I think we had a bill due. And I had done a bunch of side jobs for work. And I had a bunch of money scrolled away from motorcycle parts. And you were like, well, this bill is due. And it's a lot of money. And I was like, okay, go here. Do this. Do that. Do this. And you're like... Where did all this money come from? He had
1: money stashed away (laughs) like a squirrel. He had just hidden it away, and I had no idea. And, of course, like you said, he was saving it up for motorcycle parts. But, you know, (laughs) the bill came due, and I'm freaking out because I'm such a planner, and I'm so, you know— on top of that sort of thing. And I was like, but where is the money going to come from? He was like, "We'll turn left here and look under this drawer. And here you will find a giant. Don't worry. I got <laughs> right. it. Don't worry. I got it. And I'm like, how though? How do I not worry? <laughs> I haven't quite mastered that part yet. But this is why we work well together. <laughs> right. We balance each other Absolutely. out. Absolutely. He is the one with the big dreams.
0: I'm the big dreamer. Yes.
1: And I am the one who can figure out the practical possible pitfalls in that dream yes and we make it work but the practicality portion aside you know that's very important the dreams are very important because oh, it, yeah. if it wasn't for you having these big dreams and these big ideas and these lofty goals then we would not be business owners working independently for ourselves we would not have the home that we have we would not have the two amazing children that we have. The two goofy dogs that we have. Like, all of those things were literally were sparked from dreams
0: of yours. Right. Uh, Maybe not necessarily mine, but. Well. Okay. (laughs) I I think so. I'm. First, I should say, I feel like I'm very fortunate and lucky to be here. I can't believe I stumbled into this life and stumbled is the correct word. (laughs) I, when I, when I met my wife, it was, um, I was, I was a mess, but because of my fun dreams and, uh, her reality, uh, she helped <laughs> me find my path. Uh, yes. so yeah. Uh, a funny team. little anecdotal story about that <laughs> is my first car. I, my first car was a 1976 Plymouth Valari. um, uh, I don't know that... I'm sure plenty of you grow up working and wrenching on cars, and like that's life. But for me, uh, a car was an escape. It was the way for me to get out of the... uh, No offense to the people still in that town, but my podunk town where uh, the KKK was still alive and well. (laughs) And still is. And still is. (laughs) I have heard some horror stories, um, which will bring tears to your eyes. However... My first car. Loved it to death. Still love it. I discovered Craigslist when I lived in New York, and I was loving cruising Craigslist, looking for good deals, because I'm that good deal finder, right? And I found this 1980 Volari, which was the boxy, ugly, like, Mopar. And, you know, most of you don't want that boxy, ugly Mopar. You're okay with that boxy, like, 85 to Ford pickup truck, because that's, that's a sexy truck. But you don't want the boxy Mopar because <laughs> it's ugly. Well,
1: and it was not the same year as his car. it no. was not. It was not his dream car. No. it was not the one that he was super nostalgic for. No, but he was still very excited to super have pumped. found it. Right. Super pumped at the possibility right. of I owning. I think it
0: was eighteen hundred dollars yes. too. I think that was so like, well, quote unquote cheap. Sure, right, but not cheap. Not for cheap for any... us.
1: <laughs> right for right. us. For a newly married couple, yeah, with I forgot what year this was, but at least one small child. I, I think we had Stella, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. you know, we were living paycheck to paycheck, like we yeah. were making ends meet, but yeah. there wasn't a whole lot left over after but that.
0: But I like to dream. He so loves to dream. The car was running. It was black, not red, not maroon, not my my color. Nope. And Chas said, "You can't have that car." <laughs> I said, you can't buy that car. You can't buy that car. We can't afford it. And I said, you're right. I'm sorry. And a couple days later, you came to me and said, look, you look like I kicked your puppy. You can buy the car. (laughs) And, you know, like upon reflection, I think it took me a couple of years to come to this point. But upon reflection, I think you were like. You're looking at the, the 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 bank account and being like, Yeah, there's no way he's gonna be able to buy it. So yeah. I might as well as tell him he can buy it. Is <laughs> is this true? Because I've never asked you about it. No. Because You no. just came to me and said Because yeah, you can buy the car.
1: Again, you're Russell and right. somehow you make Man, shit work. And <laughs> I figured if there was a way to make it happen, you would be the one to figure out how to make it happen. And I felt like a total dick. Because I just, like, put the hammer down and said, no, you cannot buy this. We cannot afford this. And we are not the couple who ask one another permission to do shit. Like, that's not how we roll. But at that point, you know, finances being what they were, I definitely felt um, (laughs) obligated to be like, no, definitely
0: not not happening. (laughs) It's so funny you bring up that point about asking permission. I do think it's a... Important for couples to discuss like big purchases. And of I know course. I hear this like discuss big purchases with your partner because it's important if it affects the family finances.
1: Right. And that's where we were on things.
0: So we and need I to... bring things up. Right. And Chas says yes or no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes or no as to whether kinda... that is the best choice for us to make financially at the time. Right. Okay. So I'm so... the dreamer. Right. You're the dreamer. I'm the realist. I'm the balloon popper. popper. That's just, that's that's the way it is.
0: I'm I'm always brought back down to this world (laughs) by my wonderful (laughs) wife. Um, So here we are making a podcast because I thought it'd be cool. Uh, uh, I know traveling during the pandemic is scary, but we were vaccinated. We made these reservations and we said, you know, all of us are vaccinated. Let's just do it. So we're waiting in, I don't know, was it Richmond or Charlotte, wherever it was, you were like, hey, there's a guy that wants to talk to you about your shirt. And I'm wearing the Star Trek shirt, and I'm a Star Trek nerd. We're both Star Trek nerds. Yes. I love Star Trek for the hope it gives us. It's the solace. It is my therapist.
1: It's definitely a a comfort show.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: He's wearing this Star Trek shirt, and we're getting on a plane. And there's this guy who is, like, standing up in his seat on the plane, like, trying to get Russell's attention. He's super excited. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But he had seen Russell's Star Trek shirt and had to tell him about this podcast he'd been listening to called... The Greatest
0: Generation it by is, Ben and Adam. Yes. A couple of guys who were a little embarrassed to have a podcast about Star Trek.
1: And it's brilliant, you guys. It's... Absolutely brilliant. If you're a Star Trek fan at all, highly recommend.
0: It's extremely motivating. It
1: is. It is. And so that was kind of the little spark that my dreamer over there needed. And he was like, okay. He listened to it. And then I've been hearing about doing this podcast <laughs> ever since. Okay. <laughs> Full
0: disclosure. What <laughs> I'm like an iceberg, right? The ADHD HD. iceberg right right? where there's like a little bit of you poking out but i'm gonna like sink your ship Um, yeah because there's that's me
1: Eight thousand things going on beneath the surface that you just don't know about right so
0: so i've been thinking about it for a long time a friend of mine had planted the seed in my head he said you would do really good at doing a youtube channel and i'm like really what have i got to offer and he's like motorcycles cooking all that stuff yeah, that sounds there's, cool. And there's I'm like, lots of stuff. I don't know enough about this. I'm not an expert about any of those things.
1: But, but I think that
0: you are. Phrase. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, jack of all jack trades. of all trades, master of none. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I don't. I mean, what do you have to do to prove that you're a master at something? You can take apart a car engine and put it back together, and you can also make some kick-ass homemade sourdough bread yeah. in the same day. So fuck you. You're not an expert. <laughs> like, yeah, you are. but you And you do have plenty to offer. Right. So together, right. we've been plotting this. Yeah. Russell's been doing most of the work, I'll be honest. But, <laughs> you know, our whole goal is to talk about the things that have been influences in our lives and to discuss the things that we discuss between the two of us with other people and have them chime contribute, in. Right. Yeah. Contribute. So hopefully. What's
0: been motivational to us? Like what was the first movie that like terrified you? I can tell you right now, but I'm not gonna you're gonna have no. to stay
1: tuned. Another episode.
0: But Another yeah. episode. So
1: yeah, what movies terrified you as a kid, what books like really inspired you? Oh, yeah. Um, T V shows Maybe and how they that. make you feel. I mean, we both have already established that Star Trek is like a huge comfort for us and you know, that's been something that we use now, like several times a week when Absolutely. we're dealing with the craziness Absolutely. of our lives and everything that's going on in the world. Um, so, topics like that, you know, we're going to talk about what it's like to be a parent of yeah. teenagers oh in your mid 40s during a pandemic
0: Ugh. with not even during a pandemic
1: and puberty, and oh my gosh
0: a bitch. All of
1: that stuff. So, you know, I think a lot of the topics will be relatable. Yeah. A lot of them will be very
0: raw. Yeah. Very,
1: um, you know, heart-wrenching. Yeah. And some of them are just going to be really fucking stupid yeah. funny. So You're going
0: to hear me ball my eyeballs out. Yeah. There's been a movie I've been avoiding because I knew I was going to cry my eyeballs out. And Chas does not want to watch it with me. Nope. Nope. I read the book and bawled my eyeballs out. Yeah,
1: I can't do sad right now. That's that's where I am in life. No, no sad for me right now. It's, I need escapism, uh, please.
0: You're going to hear an ugly cry from me.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it's going to happen. That's okay.
0: I don't know. Do I ugly cry? No,
1: you don't. You I barely don't. cry. You're the strong, silent crying type. Oh, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, I
0: Here think we, we have go. a
1: lot of fun things to talk about, yeah. and I think it's going to be really great, and our balance together is going to be fun and it I'm not going to be on every
0: episode nope. we're going to have some guest spots absolutely I think that uh Chaz is going to be our tether to the timeline here I've been debating whether or not to have a three-person podcast and I think it'd be extremely fun have Chas be like all right guys let's rope it in
1: uh yeah that's my job
0: yeah that's, uh, what that's she definitely does. definitely yeah. my job uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the, like the all right bring it
1: back it, in y'all right.
0: <laughs> let's keep it going <laughs>
1: Stay on topic.
0: Stay tuned. This is going to be fun. It will be interesting. I promise, at the very least, you can laugh at me for my <laughs> vulnerability, but please don't make fun of me for it. Aww. Like, I, I am about as raw as they come Uh, My my heart is on my sleeve.
1: He is a big old softy, even though he has resting asshole face most of the time. I look like I'll
0: fuck you up. Yeah, but really, Mm. he's just a big old teddy bear
1: with a lot of tattoos.
0: It worked well during the hardcore scene back in the 90s. Sure, sure. Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Got along well with those guys, but they didn't know that I was just a little bitch. Yeah. Oh, stop! <laughs> You're just a teddy bear. That's all.
1: You're just sensitive. You're in touch with your feelings. It's wonderful. It's good.
0: It's, I'm a tender guy. You are. You can
1: Tinder be an feelings. asshole when the situation calls Absolutely.
0: for it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know me. I'm,
1: I'm, no stranger to uh, being a bitch if I have to be. That's but, right. But in general, yeah, um, pretty nice. Yeah. So. We're Stay getting tuned. off topic here, <laughs> yeah, right. As we right, probably exactly. exactly. will many times mm-hmm. in every episode.
0: Stay tuned. This is gonna be fun. It would be interesting. I promise. Uh, we're gonna work out all the kinks. So if your audio is on the left and one's on the right, just deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it through. We'll get through it. I'll find we'll a work friend it that together. knows more than I do.
1: <laughs> so thank you guys for. For joining us for this intro episode. We hope that it's piqued your curiosity enough to tune into future topics and stay tuned.
0: Yes. Have a good night. Bye. Day, hour.